Welcome back. It's 2020, new year, new decade, and we are TV West Saves the World. Saving the world, one annoying podcast at a time. Now, first up, we have our time-enduring segment, Mr. Baca, and his advice. Goes over to him. Today, we're going to talk about a question that we received uh, sent directly through our Instagram account that reads, what is a good idea for a Valentine's Day gift? Now, a lot of you might be thinking that it's a little bit too early to be having that conversation, but believe it or not, we're talking about this, well, today is January 14th, which puts us exactly one month away from the big day. So if you're going to do this right, of course, you need to be making plans immediately. Am I right or am I right? You're right. You're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're all thinking of that special someone, maybe somebody that uh, is exclusive with you or perhaps somebody you want to surprise by letting them know how you feel. And the question is, what is that perfect gift for that special someone? Now, my answer to that question is very simple and can be delivered with two words, photo gift. So the way you do this is you find a nice photograph of yourself and you use one of these companies. They're all over the internet uh, and they'll put that photo on, say, a coffee mug or a t-shirt or a calendar. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Sounds very enticing. Now, I'm one to practice what I preach. Um, So for my particular sweetheart, as it were, I'll be getting her a mouse pad with my picture on it. And I brought in a couple of uh, mock-ups to get some advice uh, from the panel here about which one I should go with. And um, hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast because I don't want it to ruin the surprise. Um, And I'll describe this to the listening audience at home. All right. Okay. So the first one is just like a general me against a heart background. That's glamorous. It's got sparkles on it. So just imagine, um, you know, my face, uh, very Valentine's themed background and like a computer mouse somewhere on top of that. Well, that's where I feel like this seems kind of like ironic, doesn't it? Because you're literally you're giving something for this person you like covered up. Yeah. Yeah, For just them to rub a mouse all over. It is. It is a, an odd contradiction, but because it will have some utility, the hope is that at least for some of the moments when the mouse isn't directly on top of my face, I'll be visible. And that's, I think a lot of airtime as it were. (laughs) So that's option number one. Now, option number two here, I'm going with more of like a heart border rather than a heart background. So just kind of let me know what you think of this one right here. I don't know. There's not enough sparkle. I like the first one. Like I, don't, the first I, don't know, one. I don't know about you guys. CGI wizardry. Yeah, this one feels more like you've kind of... It doesn't seem like there's much effort put into it. I mean, it feels it, more like a filter than it, like... It, it, it does feel a little sappy. I, I would say like as a filter, ring. the last one looks a little sappy, but maybe if you took the hearts from the last one and the sparkle... You get the best of both worlds. We can do all of them. Now, the problem here is there's not much contrast between the hearts and the background. Now, I don't have I don't have it made up yet. But one possibility was thinking of removing the sparkle background and just do like maybe a soft pink or something like that. Yeah, I think that would look really good. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway, as um, all of you try to take this advice uh, and apply it to your lives, understand you don't have to limit yourself to obsolete office supplies such as mouse pads. You can use useful things like an insulated cup or a coffee mug or um, I've seen something called a photo cube. I don't know if you've heard of that before, but all of those are absolutely sure to woo your lover. Now, um, any final takes before we wrap up the show and uh, give a shout out to our sponsor? Well, I can't believe I've been able to contain myself for this long, but do you really want Mark Zuckerbong or some other internet person to see your personal photos? No! Wow, that's a good point. But I I do think that it outlines the point that uh, gifts that can actually be used rather than just like seen once and maybe thrown away within 24 hours. Or eaten. Or eaten. Would be used a lot more often and therefore uh, would have a lot more lasting meaning. Although material for a lot longer than otherwise. Personally, I'd prefer... actually shaking right now. (laughs) Personally, I'd prefer like the edible stuff just because I like food. Well, hopefully Carrick's Valentine is listening and um, yeah, I don't think they probably are. But but I was that's assuming that I have a phone. But maybe you could maybe you can make the tin that it comes in usable for some other purpose. My only Valentine is the truth. The truth that you're trying to hide. Well, thank you again for listening to Advice with Baca. Today's segment has been sponsored by Rocks. Rocks. Very hard and still useful. Anybody interested in Rocks can go to the internet website for Rocks. Just enter the promo code TVWest Saves the World and you can get, for a limited time, some free Rocks. Make sure you let them know we sent you there. Once again, Rocks. Rocks were invented by the government. They're not real. Okay. Thank you for that, Mr. Baca. Now we move on to our next segment. And Carrick would like to tell us about a little special thing that our district wants to force upon us. Do we want it or not? I want nothing that the government tries to force upon me. It's not really the government, but I yeah, mean, it kind of is for us, but not really for anyone else. I mean, you made that sound really negative, and personally, I think this is going to be really nice if it goes into effect. I don't know if the district is actually uh, put into effect yet, but... Uh, I mean, obviously, they just want to help us get more sleep. 15 hours ago from now, the Salt Lake Tribune re- uh, released an article stating that our school district had a hearing uh, from parents about later high school start times, which does apply to us as we are in high school. So there were a ton of uh, parents there talking about how they would like schools to start at around 8.30. Parents are paid actors. Okay. Um, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. But... They prefer... Oh, I see. (laughs) Yes. Just a quick takeaway from this segment real quick. To point out that uh, last month's edition of the Red and Black, which uh, only started shipping out today for some inexplicable reason, an article on page five of Opinions titled Let Us Sleep, written by uh, fellow West High student Eleanor Brunner. Hey, doctor says that the National Sleep Foundation believes that a full night of sleep is between 8 and 10 hours. Why? And questions us, when was the last time we got that much? If you're lucky, 
Maybe we got it last weekend. But Eleanor says, I know my sleep schedule is too messed up to get that many hours, even on a weekend. And I'm certainly not the only one. What take can we get from that before we go into what our district thinks? on the take of how much sleep high schoolers should be getting. Government actors, paid science, uh, yeah. scientists paid by other scientists to do more science. I don't even know why we have you on the show right now. But to so, be honest, I have absolutely no idea. He just contrating out of the show and then just jumped in. Personally, I, I think it's a good idea. Cause like, I mean, I get enough sleep as it is myself. I, I get enough sleep. But, like, I can understand that some people do have to do other things. And that it'd be nice for them to wake up, like, maybe not 5 a.m. in the morning. I live really close to the school. I wake up at, like, 6.30. All right. Next up, we have the only newcomer to the TV West class in this second semester, Emerald Kerr, who would like to uh, speak her mind on uh, various reasons for joining and why she thinks the new class load is so low. Hi, I decided to join because I wanted to contribute to um, informing the student body about things going on because uh, sometimes I'd hear about things on the news that I didn't even know about, but like Salt Lake Tribune or like TV West, if we look at it, is actually on the news so much. And it's a lot of times we we don't even really hear about what's going on in our school. So I think it would just, it's kind of nice to be part of that. It's really cool. And why do you think people didn't want to join TV West and instead wanted to explore more personal and creative choices in the Video Production 2 class, which is an alternate pathway to this one? I've heard a lot of people say how they just, it's kind of scary being watched by a lot of people, which I'm kind of nervous about too, um, because sometimes like I don't have my great days aren't every day. And just to extend on that, if you could give any advice to any people who might want to switch back in this uh, week of flexibility, uh, would you recommend the class? If so, how? And if not, why not? I think anyone who is interested should go for it. If you've taken Broadcasting One and just know a little bit about how to edit and make videos, then it seems really benefiting and you still get to um, create what you want and help other people. We try and serve and celebrate the community, so. And I would say that my personal recommendation would be that uh, if you do feel nervous, I mean, all of us, we warmed up to it. So, I mean, <laughs> eventually you'll get used to it. I got if it fired. it has to be forced into you. Yeah, Carrot got fired, but... Uh, I fired him. You'll hear more about that <laughs> on this week's TV West. Anyway, thank you, Emerald, for coming in. Hey, you're welcome. And thank we hope you. to see you on TV West. We're going to do a conspiracy corner. Is ben idea. is going to pick one conspiracy from his seemingly endless trove and try to explain it, hopefully in a semi-sane voice, and uh, hopefully rationally. And right after that, you will hear from Billy and his sneak peek of his upcoming... Go ahead. I'm Ben Metz, and this is my conspiracy corner. That's right, you're about to hear the truth. No censors, no bleepity blip blops from the government. Okay, so let me tell you, the dinosaurs did not go extinct. If you think the dinosaurs went extinct, then you're a fool. The dinosaurs are just lizards. Have you seen those things? They're absolutely crazy. Covered in scales and spikes and teeth. Those are literally dinosaurs. Like, 
Don't even question it. Basically, the reason why big companies want you to think that dinosaurs went extinct is to sell asteroid insurance. That's right, asteroid insurance. You think you need it to protect your house from some civilization-ending catastrophic event and get reimbursed in case the human species goes extinct, but no! There's no such thing as an asteroid, and it most definitely cannot hit the Earth. Now the only way to ward this off is to buy my anti-government vitamin supplement. That's what you want. Anti-government vitamin supplements from Ben Metz's conspiracy store. Buy them now and get the government right out of your system. Alright, with that lovely instructional segment, we now go to an exclusive sneak peek of Billy's upcoming project, is it? Billy, can you tell us anything at this point in time? Well, I'm actually developing a sneak peek for an upcoming segment that I am developing. And that's all I have to say. So you will see more of that in the future. Can you tell me if you're a paid actor? He's not um, paid. No, I am not paid. When will we be seeing your new segment? When? 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 <laughs> um, it is going to be a surprise, so... um. I need to know the truth! Give it to me now! Well... Well, I wanted to create a suspenseful effect so I, you, in the future, eventually, you will be able to know when that date is, but unfortunately, right now, I will not be able to tell you the date. All right, thank you for coming in, Billy, and we hope to see more stuff coming from you soon. All right, school's now over, but that doesn't stop us. It's just me and Carrick. So now we are going to discuss more school news, sports, and other interesting topics. Let's move ahead. Yeah, what's happening? I would say, first off, we should talk about the red and black because it just came out today. Doesn't come out often, so we should do a spotlight on that. Oh, there's a piece down here. Yeah, why don't you grab that? Uh, Maybe you can solve the crossword for us while you're at it. Yeah, sure. So, let's check in with the winter sports. Final and Carpenter article on page three, the sports page of the red and black which is December 2019. It's a year old and it's a decade old, right, Carrick? Uh, yeah, sure. Which is a really cheesy joke, but anyway, I think the comic for this week was really well drawn. What about you? Um, I don't know, I haven't seen it. Winter's in the air. Yeah, I like it. Okay, let's check in with our winter sports. Girls basketball has apparently struggled and their current record is one to nine. So not that good, but all these games were against non-region teams, and they also got a new head coach, John Satini. We hope to be uh, looking for new great things coming from him, and coming from him in the future. Uh, West lost two starting players to graduation, so that did lo- they did lose some of their prowess in really? that. But the team this year is led by senior Whitney Bands, who is currently averaging 22.8 points per game, which is outstanding, especially for a high school senior. Next year, Bands will be playing collegiate basketball at Westminster. Sophomore Gen- uh, Genesis Silva, I'm so sorry, I probably said that wrong, has also been performing quite well, averaging 7.6 points per game. Their next game is on the 16th, this Thursday against Copper Hills. Boys basketball participated in the Utah Autism Tournament, but they lost all of their games. Their current record is 2-9, beating Granger and West Valley, 
and beating Highland in a thriller at home. There's a couple of great players, such as uh, Peter Caroon and Elijah Crockett, senior and junior, respectively, with 3.6 and 9.4 points per game. The next home game was on the 10th against Riverton. We're waiting on results for that. Swimming has had a very strong start and is showing to be one of the strongest teams here at West this season. They've already participated in eight meets. Swimming has a very powerful freshman class this year, uh, which Nolan Carpenter describes as a potential swimming dynasty in Utah. I'm kind of surprised that we're good at swimming. I know, but it never is the mainstream sports, is it? It's always the obscure yeah. ones. Do we not have like a ski team? I don't know. We have an ice hockey team, though, which is technically an independent team. Uh, The Salt Lake Stars, uh, who's affiliated with West, but also uh, have players from Highland, Judge, Olympus, and Waterford. I have only heard of three of those four. Well, five if you include West. Uh, This team is currently in fourth place in the league and third among under other independent teams, which is not that bad when you think about it. But uh, they lost against Park City 2-4. Then they... But... Before that, they beat Skyline 10 to 1. West students played well. Uh, seniors Kenny Workman and <laughs> a little bit of uh, glorification here at Nolan Carpenter, who is also the author of the article. I don't know if anyone else picked up on that. Both had two goals and assists, and junior Anthony Smith had a goal and two assists. They played the rival Uinta Utes on January 4th, then Viewmont January 8th. Then they went to Idaho Falls to play Sun Valley in Billings, Montana in a tournament. All right. So a lot of sports. Also, in school news, Carrick would like to say something about, are we going to have to have more credits to graduate from West High School? Oh, I sure hope not. Yeah, so apparently, uh, we, yeah, they might be adding more credits for the requirement to uh, graduate. So 24 credits. Is the standard. Yeah, it's the standard right now. Okay. That alone seems to put a lot of stress on students, as, and this is written by Gabby Parker. These are all in her words. Uh, This especially applies to students in our beloved IB program. And a recent school improvement committee meeting, uh, the topic of credits needed to graduate was brought up, and there were many things mentioned. Uh, The most pressing thing that was mentioned, though, is that. Our students don't look as good on paper with only 24 credits. Now, uh, I think we should be putting more focus on like sleep, for example, because if we can't perform academically with the normal normal workload we already have and people want to increase that, adding three more credits to make 27 to get a West High School diploma right now would seem like blasphemy. But maybe parents want that to happen to more to empower their kids. So I know for me. And I hope that I can speak for a lot of people when I say that I think the current amount is more than enough. Yeah, I agree, too. Like, 24 credits take some time to get. You're not going to do that easily. I feel like, honestly, I'm going to say this is kind of stupid. They want 27 credits to be required for West High School Diploma. And I think that's kind of dumb because the only reason they want that is that they look good. Right. And just to clarify, you can still graduate with 24 credits, but you only receive a district diploma, which grants you, uh, I think, less benefits in the in the workforce, if I'm not uh, mistaken. But uh, by increasing this, they would be adding, they would be wanting to up the requirements to two years of a language, four years of science, and they would want to add extra CTE classes to the requirement as well. Hopefully, this will not happen for a while, at least long enough for most of us to get out of here. <laughs> but... 
Yeah, until we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, after that, um, they can do whatever they want. Um, I think there's also some overheard in the halls quotes. Yeah, I mean... Which should be funny. If they're going to do that, though, they need to act on the uh, late start. I put quotations because... School would start at 8.30 a.m. And if that were to happen, I think the credits thing wouldn't be too much of a problem because people will sleep. And so they'll actually be able to understand. They'll, they'll be able to go through all their classes without being tired. And so those credits won't be as hard to earn. I, It's still kind of a dumb thing. I have mixed feelings about it, but we'll see what happens. Oh, I didn't even notice the comic. That's pretty creative. Yeah, I know. I think we've got a lot of talented student artists. By the way, a quick shout out to Sam Brown for the student artist highlight and Nicole Reitz Larson for the teacher highlight in uh, the last month's Red and Black. Now we move on to Overheard in the Halls. Oh, hey, I know this one. He's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. DK. Donkey Kong. Oh, geez, a lot of these are pretty good. Yeah. Garfellow must rise again. I agree. That was. Garfellow is pretty great. If you didn't, if you don't know what Garfellow is, someone, who knows who, was putting up these pictures of Garfield with just amazing quotes. I forget some of them, but they're pretty great. Were they unsanctioned by the main office? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's as if they were. Our administration's actually finally got a sense of humor. <laughs> that makes me laugh. You don't like opera? Pain is temporary, but GPA is forever. That, that hits you right where it hurts because GPA is pushed to be so important that, you know, you get a flu shot, you get like an anking arm, lasts for a weekend. You get a bad GPA, you can't get a good job, your life just goes down the toilet and you can't get any good jobs, can't get any good money, and then it basically feels like uh, that movie PXP classes had to watch in pursuit of happiness with a wine instead of an eye. <laughs> I feel like to some degree that is 100% true. Like, yes, a good GPA is a very, it's very heavily, um, what would you say? Like, And very, that's not to say they're It's wrong. very heavily imprinted onto... <laughs> our society, but there are right. ways. If and and that's not to say that they're wrong. I mean, it is a good idea to have a but GPA, like, but if we put it in front of everything else, then like... Yeah, don't stress too much about getting a 4.0. If it again, gets to be a problem, sleep. let it go a bit. Like, I, I think... Uh, who was it? It was... Uh, hey, these... Uh, oh, no, I have it. It's right here. Okay. I think that Eleanor Brunner summed it up perfectly with this, with these two sentences. Please, West... Let us sleep. I mean, that is just the epitome of, I think, what at least a lot of juniors and seniors are feeling with their IB and AP caseloads, workloads. It is a lot of work. And again, going back to the credit thing, it's already a lot of work to get out of high school and get into a good college, good job, good life. And I would say that just with the difficulty already, making that even harder isn't going to alleviate any of these problems. Yeah, I agree. Um, these next two quotes, I think, are connected. Uh, spun off first on a one is there, didn't we? They, they destroyed the entire country of Sweden. Question no, mark. They burned their own land. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sweden isn't the one we should worry about being burned. Oh, Australia. It's, it's Australia. Yeah, I know. I just got an email that said twenty-five million koalas have died. That's sad. 
and they're not on the endangered list. I'm like, come on, Australia. Not come yet. Come on. Not yet. I mean... They uh, will be soon. They'll all It's die. sad, though. Like, that's... That is very sad. Watching- I would just like to say, TV West Saves the World does not endorse the burning <laughs> of koalas and their habitats. Watching, like, uh, just sitting there having to watch, like, an entire country go... And like all their wildlife and everything, boom with flames. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. So I would say if you have the means, take a minute, donate, help the cause, and to be honest, the entire planet will be better off for it because a wildfire of that scale will affect air quality across the entire globe over, albeit an extended period of time. But that doesn't mean we should ignore the possible. Yeah, please Consequences. Donate. And not just this. the animals, but people too are suffering from this. Homes have burned down, and I think like 25 people have died from this. It's bad. You have... I know. Only a millionth of the amount of koalas that have died. <laughs> oh, it's so horrible. It is. I, the- I would. We would like to now extend our condolences to the deaths of the 25 people and their families. Anyway, I think we should move on. It's a new decade. Oh, hi, Tim Carrick, what... How do you see yourself... In 2030. 2030? Oh, I mean... I know, it's a jump into the future. Look, I do not do well with planning the future. Call call this a vibe check. Like, vibe vibe check? Vibe yourself 10 years from now. 10 years from now, I think I will be living in kind of a crappy apartment, (laughs) but not because I'm not able to afford anyone else, because that's how I want to live. I mean, you save money that way. Exactly. You and uh, you you live you live cheap, then you get to you get all that money to do everything else you want. And personally, I could care less about where I live. If I'm living alone, I think an apartment is just enough space for me. And you want to be alone? I, yeah, I, I do. I, I, I do. I feel. I feel. Maybe that. a cat. Maybe a cat. I'll yeah. get a cat. But in ten years, like, what's your occupation? What are your? Are you gonna have any new hobbies? Love interests. Uh, love interests. I do no. I don't think I'm in love interests. I mean, but ten years from now, you will be one month away from Valentine's Day. What are you gonna do? Eat ice cream and like <laughs> watch a sappy movie that's probably gonna be in like a hologram form. <laughs> You're wow. Uh, you don't have high expectations for me. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, what a bachelor's, <laughs> what a bachelor's really do? We, we, no, we so we don't uh, really know. Your previous question about occupation. I see myself. <clears throat> Recently, I've been getting to a lot of the tech world. I've been planning to build a computer, and I think from there, build my second computer, actually. But I think from there, that's going to take off. I'm looking now to go into some woodworking, and I feel like that tech engineering space, I'm going to enter it, and I'm going to do well. Yeah, I would say I would say it's good to have dreams, and I think that if we all follow the pathway that we want to set to actually reach those goals, then I think we can all make it one way or another. You know, I mean, in ten years, if everything goes according to plan, I see myself civil engineer in like some massive city. Maybe, maybe it's like a new city. Maybe who knows? Maybe Salt Lake City will like balloon and we'll start building vertically and we'll have like 25 skyscrapers that are like really really tall for some reason. Um, and I, I don't think I would be living in a dingy apartment. I might just buy like a small house outright, and that way you don't have any expenses and upkeep 
is basically the only price you have to pay for living. And then the rest can just be for uh, other expenses like food and stuff. But we might have, I mean, in 10 years, we might have completely abolished Piper money. We might just have, uh, I don't know, not Bitcoin. Bitcoin's getting bad. We might just call it Bitcoin USA coin or something. Look, like that. if you. I know people who got lucky with Bitcoin and got we do it not early. Nationalism. And they've they've traded their Bitcoin now, and they're like millionaires. It's crazy. Who who are these people that you know that are millionaires? I don't know them, but they're lying. And that sounds just like you, Carrick. Just be like, you know, you know, a bunch of developers. Not they're all millionaires. They they bought Bitcoin back before they were even born, and. Uh, they traded it. They now did. they're millionaires. They did. They bought it before they were born. The reason I don't know them anymore is uh, once you're a millionaire, you don't care for your no, uh, cheap I, friends anymore. I mean, it, it's true. I would say rich people really lose touch with uh, reality because they just feel like money can no, solve anything. No, I'm looking anything. up right now. Okay, yeah, here's this guy. So, so you know him, but it's like a celebrity. He's not a celebrity, no. He's just a 20-year-old guy. Wow, that's but young. But this is what happened. So, Describe. Eric Finman. He bought $1,000 worth of Bitcoin at the age of 12 in 2011, right? 20,000 Bitcoin? $1,000 worth of Bitcoin. Which would have been a lot. In 2011. In 2011, yeah. And then that was back when each Bitcoin was worth 10 to $12. So he had a ton of Bitcoin. Right. He had 446 Bitcoins. And that means that today he has 4.5 billion I'm sorry, $4.5 million. I was just going to say, billions? I messed up a bit. I was billions. Like, that dude would be even more four, famous. $4.5 million in Bitcoin. So he went from paying $1,000 when he was 12 years old to now when he's 20, $4.5 million. And I think he's waiting until it gets even crazy. Can we just point out real quick that Baca just screamed in anguish in the background? <laughs> All right. I would say that wraps it up. But before we go... I think we should do a tribute to 2019 and the last decade by saying bye, 2010s. Yeah, that was, that, that was poorly executed. That was very bad. Real quick, though, actually, I just noted, noticed these uh, totals for the food drive, and I'm surprised. Yeah, have, it, it, that was a long time ago, though. I know, but like I didn't realize it was this crazy. We have teachers at the bottom, obviously, with 1,495. Which is weird because you'd think they could actually afford it. But it's <laughs> like... We need a larger teacher salary. Come on. Seniors. Seniors. I'm going to say seniors at the bottom. Teachers don't really count. Baca agrees. Teachers don't really count. Mr. Baca endorses that message. Seniors are at the bottom. That's crazy. 2,981 juniors right above them. They're fifth, you mean. I don't count teachers. Juniors. Well, uh, the teachers still count. They just like. Hey, they could win Spirit Bowl if they didn't have jobs. You know what we I should mean, do? If they didn't have jobs, they no, could do No, next year what we should things. do is like purposefully lose so that the teachers win. This year? You mean? Next year. Next year. Let's go next year. <laughs> World Elpers are already winning, so. It, it, it's because it's because you're an Elper. Juniors yeah. are 4,904. Uh, sophomores above them five, with 5,298. Freshmen kind of cutting it close to the sophomores, 5,505. And second place, which is surprising. Hey. Freshmen don't really do that well usually. But ELP we, we taking care. it by a landslide. Freshmen with 5,505 and then ELP with 11,676. That's insane. Yeah, that is insane. I don't even bring anything in. 
I'll bet Kastner did it all for you. Uh, I mean, I think the reason why the freshmen are doing so well is because a lot of them, not all, obviously, because there's a ton of freshmen, but a lot of them were former Alpers. Mm -hmm. A lot of them kept going. And from what I heard, it was a lot more than normal. So, I mean, we broke all kinds of records in my upper class. We got both years, we won Spirit Bowl. Which goes to show it was us, not the eighth graders, not the seventh graders, not you. Obviously. By the way, then if you win again, then you you like succeeded. Shout out to Moisty Boys. Let me explain. Shout out to Mike Zoe. Shout out to so Mike anyways, Zoe. So anyways, last year, uh, Elbers won lip sync first place Monday. I w- I actually organized all that, made the music. Mm. But that's our group. I was wasn't actually named then, but now it's unofficially. Well, I say officially, I guess, because I've kind of I've stuck with it. But people are now calling us the Moisty Boys. So I expect to see us this year. We're coming. Okay, final thing. Literally the last thing. So now we are going to uh, start upping our promotion for this podcast, and we are going to include advertisements on TV West for the podcast. So if it's coming, you'll know. Now in this case, it will already be completed and on SoundCloud, but you know, you see the episode, it reminds you, you get a little tasty treat of uh, that episode. So for example, I'll give a summary, then you'll know what to watch. Hopefully it'll make you listen to it. Uh, I meant listen. I mean, and you obviously did because you're at the end. Um, But I would just want to say, main character to you guys and from the rest of the TV West team, happy 2020 and all the years after, right? Yeah, sure. I could care less, but yeah, sure. Sure.